Aussie music is something to be proud of. Wear it like a badge. Because it's Australian bands and artists that are the influencers of so many other musicians the world over. So at Triple M, we're proud to be able to showcase the power of the Aussie music scene. Paying both homage to the greats that have stood the test of time, right alongside the current, the emerging, the future influencers. The ones that will be next to make their mark on the global music scene. If it's Aussie and it rocks, it's right here. This is Triple M's Homegrown with Matty O. Yes, right around the country on the Triple M Network, 52 stations and on the brand new listener app. We welcome an artist to say, well, it's definitely on the rise. It's been seven years since we got our debut. Our full closure and no details. And what a ride it's been so far. I'll quote The Rolling Stone, a household name in no time, album of the week in The Rolling Stone. Cohen, a clever and wisecracking songwriter, according to Pitchfork 2. Uh, loving tracks that we've heard so far. In the music machine, in the music machine, in the music machine. Music machine, oh, I get so high. Just got so high the day I met and I love this recording too, of Blue No More. Incredible vocals, and on release day. Welcome uh, to Triple M's uh, homegrown, Gabrielle Collin. Welcome on our release day, Dream Woman. Congrats. Oh, my God. Thank you so much for having me, Maddie. That was a brilliant intro. Uh, you're more than welcome. Hey, talk to me about this song. It's so catchy. It seems uh, like a real like, kind of fun song to bring to life. Yeah, it was, a, it was a cracker to record. It happened in one take. No way. Um, I wrote it in like, yeah, one take uh, in a couple of minutes in a little water tank in the country. And then yeah. co- recorded it like a year later. Well, that's cool. Break it down. What do you mean by in a water tank? Um, so I, I'm from a little permaculture village called Crystal Waters and, uh, a water tank, you know, a water tank, yeah, yeah, of course. but it doesn't have any water in it yeah, and yeah. they turn it into a studio. Whoa, that's so cool. Yeah. Um, talk to me about like, um, writing at the moment, like kind of how, how is it for you? How has it changed kind of since you released? Like we're saying like, it's, you know, seven years since your first release. Does it feel like it's gone quickly or is so it? So long ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. Uh, yeah, it's gone real quick. Um, and I'm loving writing at the moment. Um, writing across a whole bunch of different genres, really yeah. interesting stuff and not kind of being contained to the one one genre. Cool. Yeah. That, talk to me about that. How do you know like what's what when you're writing a song? And um, I don't know until it happens. But then all of a sudden I have an R&B track. Yeah, Maybe absolutely. not heavy metal. I probably won't go <laughs> down that route. Not yet. Yeah, not yet. Never say never. Yeah, that's cool. And um, how are you writing at the moment? Are you on guitar? Are you on keys? How's yeah. the process work for you? Um, I try, yeah, I'm trying to do a lot on keys because I find that I'll write better if I'm limited on the instrument. Nice. So I'm doing keys, a little bit of banjo, a bit of guitar. Yeah, just everything. And right. writing to beats, that's really interesting. How's it kind of changed over the years, the songwriting process? Um, I'm just getting better, much better. Yeah. 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 And it's more exciting. Yeah, cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, are you doing a lot of like collaborating as well when, when you're writing or are you finding that uh, you're doing most of it solo? I, yeah, I do most of it solo, but I, I need to change that. I'm trying to um, get to America at the end of this year. Talk to me about that. That's super exciting. Yeah, I really, look, Jack Antonoff, if you're listening, I really want to work with you. <laughs> yeah. I think you're a brilliant producer. Yeah. Um, yeah, I want to I wanna write, um, you know, with the with some of the best that are out there. Cause, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, how do you go about, in this day and age, is it like approaching people on Instagram and stuff? Like, is that, have you done any of that? Yeah, that's, yeah, I've been doing that 
um, for a long time. And nice. sometimes it works and it's a pretty brilliant tool like that. Yeah. But otherwise, um, email is pretty good as well. Nice. But Instagram is great. It's just kind of like, you know, just straight straight to the artist. Yeah, definitely. And artists, I mean, they're checking the messages. They check the messages. They want to see the messages. Yeah. yeah. That's true. And I think like if you're an artist and someone hit you up about collaborating, like it's pretty flattering. Yeah, you know, like if someone, yeah. you know. Yeah. And it's it's a good way of, artists should all get together, you know, we're all in the same boat. Mm. It's a, it's a, it's a small world at the end of the day and it's nice if we can all like, you know, put our little tentacles out and Yeah, absolutely. make some magic. Yeah, cuz you never know what will come from it. Yeah. Absolutely. And you, you might make a new friend. Yeah. Have you been writing? Like, when did you start songwriting? Did you always know that you wanted to be a full-time musician? Yeah. From when I was like six, six or seven, I began writing songs. Yeah. Yeah. I thought this is it. Great way to um, earn a living and buy houses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, it's, it's been wonderful so far. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember the um, first song you ever wrote? Yeah, I do. How's it go? Do you remember any of the melodies from it? <laughs> yeah. I know the Take whole thing. Take it away. Thing. Take it away. I can't. Oh. I can't. It's too embarrassing. Yeah. But it's like a brilliant. Well, actually, it's really good. You know, it's like a soul number inspired nice. by Mustang Sally. Like it. Maybe another time on the show. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Next time you come in. <laughs> what were you listening to when you were uh, kind of growing up? Were your parents? listening to that kind of music yeah lots of uh lots of world music brazilian african lots of muddy waters nice. paul simon kind of like i feel like i got a really good musical education like the whole scope you know yeah absolutely do you find that um you know you're kind of listening to that music like now as well do you find yourself coming back to that stuff that you grow up on definitely yeah, yeah. you always go back to your roots right it's funny how that, yeah it's funny how that happens like you don't know if it's like because of nostalgia or for whatever reason but it's, yeah it's pretty it's nice yeah it's like a comfort mm. i guess we're talking um before in the intro seven years since we got full closure uh this year marks a five-year anniversary of pink is the color of unconditional love yes I know, it's cool, hey. What's it like kind of revisiting that album? Oh, it's madness. I can't believe it um I can't believe it even happened. How come? Because that's that whole story was just a bit hilarious. We we moved to the country to record it and then halfway through got the call to go on tour around the States with Foxygen. You know, we pretty much finished it on the road. It was Whoa. this very colourful experience. Yeah. So you finished the second half of the album on the road? Yeah. I don't think I've ever heard that before. Yeah. Like starting an album, getting halfway and then finishing yeah. like remotely. <laughs> totally. What uh what changed about the songs that you'd already kind of put down? We when you were touring around and you were kind of in a different headspace outside the studio, we're looking back at songs that you finished, you're like, oh no, this needs to be redone and Yeah, a bit of that. and also like I mean, we mostly had the beds all done for each okay. of the songs, but we just needed to do like guitar lines, vocals and which we would do at the end of shows in the dressing room and sometimes we would borrow Foxygen's uh, horn section and get them to no do way. some lines. Yeah, they did cool. it on the on the outro baby. There's a big horn section. Yeah, so That's it was sweet. yeah, it's an interesting way to do things yeah. fast. <laughs> yeah. So what was the timeline between like the, getting the second part of the album done? Oh, uh, uh, like a couple of months. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, but that was short. Yeah, That's, I bet. Yeah. Yeah, to turn it around so quickly. So were you in the States when it came out or were you back home when it was released? I Yeah, I think I was in Mexico, yeah. What a trip. So you start writing an album in Australia, you finish the second half when you're on tour in the States, and then it gets released when you're in Mexico. Yeah, it went all around the world. I've, never heard, I've never heard that before. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Do you listen back to like an album like that? Do you ever revisit albums and listen to like listen to them in full? Yeah. It's taken me a couple of years, well, many years, but I'm I'm proud of them because my 
My best friend and I, Kate from Full Flower Moon Band, we did them together. Yeah, I'm really proud of what we did, yeah. for sure. It must be quite a nostalgic it listen is. as well. Like you remember putting a certain guitar part down in one part of the States and the bed's here. And- yeah, it's and with that comes like community from all around the world. So like it's it's just memories really. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like recording an album like that too, you're connecting with so many different, like you said, you had a horn player from, horn section from Foxy. Like yeah. You've made a connection with them on tour and that will forever be on this album totally yeah it's like time stamped yeah yeah which is the best thing about music yeah I think that's really cool I don't think I've ever heard anything like that before (laughs) like starting an album finishing on the road that's like that's pretty cool yeah do you think you'd ever do that again? Totally. I think I, I I travel so much now. I just always keep a little two-channel interface with me. So I just record everywhere. So it's just nice. like bits and pieces. How often are you kind of traveling around? and All the time. As much as I can. I don't really like sitting still. Oh, yeah. I gain inspiration. It's, it's so cliche. No, do you think that's it? I think it's a musician thing. It's a thing. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. So what's coming up? Um. Well, uh, Dream Woman is released, which is very exciting. Yeah. And... For the next, um, you know, maybe for the rest of my life, I'm just going to be releasing smash hit after smash hit. I agree. <laughs> what I really love is your video clips too. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah, they're all right. They're yeah. fun to make. That's what I, That's the impression I get. They're all like quite different and unique and yeah, they seem seems really fun. Yeah, they're very fun. What's the next, can you give us a hint on what the next song is or the next release? Like, yeah, it's called I Just Want to Dance and I love it and it's a song about being at a bogus party. Nice. And just wanting to dance. That sounds like a... But fun. everyone's too cool. Yeah. That's you know? a, Yeah. I, I definitely know what that's like. <laughs> well, that sounds like a fun video clip to make. Yes, totally. I made it the other night with a selfie stick at someone's party. Oh, did you really? Which wasn't so crash hot. So what do you mean? Talk to me about that. Well, it was a bit of a bogus party, wasn't it? Of course. <laughs> right. Not, to anyone listening, I promise I'm not as, I'm not as bad as I sound. <laughs> you don't sound bad at all. You sound fine. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so the song's will be coming out in maybe two months. Awesome. Yeah. That's cool. Must be cool to get some accolades too. I just saw that um, you're a finalist at the APRA. Yeah. As well. And some good company here with the, yeah. Yeah. Looking at the list, it's pretty cool. It's very exciting. Um, pray for me. <laughs> I will. I don't think I have to. <laughs> Do you know when it's out? Do you know when it's- I think like any minute now. Oh, cool. Yeah. Sweet. So by the time you're listening to this, people around the country, we might already know. You might already won. Yeah, potentially. But if not, it's all good, you know. I'm going to get to Greece one way or another. Absolutely. <laughs> are you, um, what are your thoughts on kind of, are you just putting out singles, albums? Like, has your kind of mentality changed But with releases now? Definitely. I'm just sticking to singles. Albums are brilliant, but I feel like I've done three. I'm going to just stick on the single run for now. Yeah. And also, it's just a way to test out different material, different audiences, and it's just less pressure. Yeah, I agree. And people aren't really listening to records unless it's yeah. just a different people's listening habits have changed. Yeah, I agree. And you're right. Sometimes you can get bogged down with albums, can't you? Yeah. And it's quite daunting because it's, it's quite a big process, isn't big, it? Big, massive. And I don't know if the average person really appreciates that unless they're like a big time fan, you know? Mm. And I feel like it's good with a single because you can give it a pretty quick turnaround. Yeah, for sure. Which is cool, which because, you know, it sounds like an artist like you, you're always on the move, you're always doing different things. Like it's cool to release things in the spare of the moment, right? Yeah, and they're just like experiments, I reckon. Yeah. Who are you listening to at the moment? What are you liking? I am obsessed with a band from France called the Oracle Sisters. Nice. And I reckon um, on the record that they're the best thing since the Beatles, oh. which is massive. It's a big call, but I like That's that. That's a big call. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, uh, hey, look, thanks so much for coming in. Before you leave, I want to play a bit of a game. 
This is called Memory Lane. So what I've done is I've gone through your gig history and I've <laughs> plucked random gigs out to see what you remember and what you might not remember. Amazing. Um, now, it doesn't need to be the actual gig. It can be like going to and from the gig, you know, whatever it is. So yep. I'm just going to pluck out some random gigs and uh, then we'll go from there. So let's go to 2018. You played at the legendary Horseshoe Tavern with Frankie and the Witch Fingers also there. <laughs> Stonefield and Brenda, what do you remember about that gig? What can you tell us about that one? Um, it was rainy in Toronto and I bumped into the Stonefield chicks in the bathroom and that was it. And I think I think it was Amy. Yeah, Amy, the yeah. drummer? Yeah. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Sweet. What was it like playing with Australian bands overseas? Yeah, I think it was um, like, yeah, it's, it's a beautiful random surprise. Yeah. But we weren't really friends. Yeah. So it was just like a in passing. Okay, cool. Yeah. Awesome. And then uh, you went on tour with this band. Big Khan and the Shrines. Yes. What was that like? This seems like a really fun band. I don't know too much about King Khan. Yeah, they were they were very fun. Uh, lots of um, In and Out burgers. Okay. You know that, of the, course, yeah, 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 yeah. tasty. L- lots of that. Um, they were always really late for for sound check, and then we never got a sound check because of that. Bummer. So it was a, it was a lot of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, it was a very fun tour. They say that you are uh, you learn something from every band that you play with. Doing, Absolutely. Doing a tour like that, what did you learn from King Khan? To be really punctual. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Uh, let's go uh, festival end of the road festival. We have Mac DeMarco, Father John Misty, also. <laughs> Band of Horses, Real Estate, Jesus and Mary Chain. Man, this is a crazy. Your friend's Foxygen? Uh, that's a pretty fun lineup. Yeah. What do you remember about that? Well, I never played it. How come? Because I think our booker dropped us. Really? Yeah. This happens sometimes when we played this game. Totally, we yeah, yeah. We just go through the gig history. No hard feelings. He's great. But yeah, I think and I, we ran out of money or like something happened. Okay. Yeah. Well, you get it next time. Yeah, next time. And absolutely. it'll be a better lineup too. Yeah. And um, I love that if you think that I played it, that's good. Yeah, done. Yeah. Well, you'll be at the next one regardless, and it'll have a better lineup. Yeah. And you'll be, up, you'll be further up the bill. Great. <laughs> uh, you played shows with a good friend of this show who we've had on many a time. Ella Hooper? Oh, of course. Yeah, Ella Hooper at uh, the Miami Marquetta. Well, no, that got cancelled as well. Oh, are you serious? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my COVID. God. COVID. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Really? It says here it's in 2022. Oh, yeah, I don't get know. Get rescheduled. That's okay. So, sometimes <laughs> this happens. Um, talk to me. How did you go through COVID? I mean, like, it seemed like you had a lot of momentum and then everything kind of stopped. How were you kind of headspace-wise? And Fine. Cool. Great. My sister and I escaped. Um, we drove to Queensland in like a day Oh, and a half. nice. Yeah, from cool. Victoria. And so we spent most of it under a waterfall. Wow. Recording. And in the water tank studio. That's where I... That is so cool. Recorded Dream Woman in the last record. Yeah. Wow. So Okay, right. So we fortunately had a brilliant time. Um, and then I only kind of moved back to Melbourne for the, the last couple months. Okay, gotcha. Of lockdown. So, yeah, I managed to bypass. Well, good work getting away. Thank I, you. I had a friend who did that too. It was just like same thing, like had a van he was living out of and just, just went. Yeah. And just got out. And everyone thought we were crazy. They were like, no, stick around. It'll be great. It'll be fine. But good, Well done. How did you pick it? Could you tell that? It was going to be as bad as what it was or? I had no idea. Thankfully, my big sister was like, you know, because I was working at the the fish and chip shop. 
In Elwood. In Elwood. Shout outs. And the... Jules and I have been there as well yeah. many times. <laughs> and that big, the, the Grand Prix was about to be on and all these internationals were flying in and then I think the day later we just, we left. Yeah. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. Thanks. What was that like kind of being away from friends and family and just kind of being remote and kind of watching everyone here kind of go through it? It must oh, have been weird, right? So weird. Yeah. Our, my heart was sore for... Yeah. Well, was it, a, were you in a good creative space? Very much so. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Hey, I've got one more game I want to play with you, all right? This is cool. On Triple M's Homegrown with Matteo, it's time for... Uh-oh, it's my party or dinner. All right, this is called Right Party Dinner. I'm going to give you three artists, pick completely at random. Okay. You've got to write a song with one of them. Okay. Party with the next one. Yeah. And the third, you've got to take home to dinner. Okay. All right, so they pick like completely at random. I, don't, I can't even see. So the first band... Silver chair. Hang on. Here are the other two. Okay. Beatles and third. Stevie Nicks. So, right party dinner with Silver Chair, the Beatles, or Stevie Nicks. Dinner with the Beatles. Dinner with the Beatles. I like it. Dinner with the Beatles. Dinner with the Beatles. Um, I would like to party with Silver Chair. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Writing a song with Stevie? Yeah. Yeah, cool. That sounds great. Good combo. Yeah. I think I would have done the same. Totally. Awesome. Hey, this has been so much fun, Gabrielle. It's been lovely to meet you, have you in here Thanks properly. Thanks so much for having uh, me. We've met before, but it's been a real pleasure. I love all the music you're bringing out, and I can't wait to have you back. Thank you so much. You're welcome.